Welcome to Coins in the Herd, Season 1, Episode 13. Um, I'm here with Ravi and Bonesy. Um, yeah, we're back for the 13th episode. And yeah, again, thanks for everyone who's tuning in. And there's been a bit of feedback this week again that people are enjoying the pod after we decided to take an unearned, apparently, week off from it. <laughs> But yeah, a few people kicked off of that. I had a, really? Few, yeah, I had a few messages saying, like, what the fuck, where's the pod? Like, it's like it's an international break, like, I don't know. Well, it's good that people are list, like, listening to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, there are people listening. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. Um, me and Luke need to see some good feedback, man. We're you, not seeing it. You want to see some insights, innit? I just, no, I want to see some love. Oh, you want to see some love? They're I, hungry for the verse. I don't always... Yeah. <laughs> greedy, greedy. I don't always get love. It's, it usually isn't. It usually isn't love. love. Yeah. It usually isn't. It's usually abuse in the form of <sighs> Terence. But early days, man. Early days. Exactly. You know, we're just trying to put some good content out there that people just want to listen to. But yeah, if you, if you are listening to it and you're enjoying it, then that's cool. And yeah, tell someone that you might know who might like it and just spread the word and you know it's uh, paying it forward and, and shit so if you could be bothered give us five star on whatever platform you listen to absolutely that's, like that's yeah. what the podcast say eh? yeah yeah, yeah. Put, put a review up there man uh, yeah put a five star thing in Put a, don't put a one star just don't bother doing that just just <laughs> just put good reviews no bad reviews if you've got something bad to say then you know the old saying if you've got nothing good to say don't bother fucking saying it um but yeah, so some, some some bad news this week in the form of Jim uh, Piero. Crazy. Like, uh, I think it's really remarkable that he's been here the whole year and apparently he's had leukemia pretty much the whole time and like people have known about it. I think his death was sort of sudden. Um, I think, I remember reading, I think from Alice to Gold, that he said he called in sick for work because he had a fever and later on that day he passed away and that's going to fuck with all the players and, and Conte himself you could see Conte was different this week absolutely mm. you could see it uh, from Conte and you could see it from Harry Kane as well in the in the post-match interview that yeah. Harry Kane that he was struggling mm. clearly struggling um, but yeah I don't know if you saw that they po- they planted a, a Italian oak tree in the in the that's, that's nice that's yeah nice. I mean I don't really know what's the right or thing to do in these situations I don't think anyone really does but that was a nice a nice thing to do do you know what I mean he's been with the club a short time but you can see the impact that he's, yeah. that he's had yeah. and very clearly loved by all the players and like, it was it was it was a, a class act from Brighton as well for the uh, for the, the minutes yeah. of applause that they all took part in it and you know it was it, it was for someone who's been with the club such a short, short time it seemed it, it, it affected everybody in in one way or another isn't it like even the bit at the end with um, Hugo taking the shirt up to the fans yeah mm-hmm. like yeah but he's uh, he's um, apparently he's uh, he's his drills are legendary in uh, in Italy. Uh, he's been a big part of Conte's 
mm. teams and I think the international side I think he was known as the Marine wasn't he yeah because it was yeah. so intense that his fitness kind of drills were and yeah they were just they were just next level in terms of how much endurance they they put the put the players through um, but yeah just just sad news and you know obviously it's just yeah thoughts with the the family and yeah I think uh, like just to add just one final bit I think he actually was Conte's fitness coach when Conte was a player oh really and I think Conte yeah it's like it's like an uncle or a brother isn't it mm. to Conte and yeah. I think sometimes Conte in press conferences likes to give a bit of like fluff and it just likes to say things to motivate the players but I think he sort of came out and he said I can see that the team are, that we have here they're men and they're good they're good guys and they're men sort of thing and it's just in, in response to tragedy it's quite a powerful thing for a manager like Conte to say who no he did he, he, yeah. he looked vulnerable and uh, you don't yeah. usually see that of him in any in any situation I mean one yeah. thing I noticed during the minutes of applause Conte he couldn't clap his hands he was just rubbing he was rubbing them like yeah, he, I, I saw you that. know yeah, I saw it that. was yeah. like do you know what I mean and then he had, he had fucking he was streaming like he had mm. Tears were streaming down his face. No, no, yeah, very sad. Um, and yeah, as we said, the uh, thoughts going to uh, his family. Um, but on a, on a more positive note, they managed to get the win in that in that difficult kind of time and uh, changed the formation up as well, which a lot of people have been calling for the the free of midfield. Like Bones, how did you think the uh, formation changed? Did it change? Because obviously everyone's saying that it's been boring how we're setting up and the football's been shit and I know that you you you're loving it you're 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 basking <laughs> in the shit football, but did you think the free midfield made it a bit more entertaining and did we play any better? I mean, yeah, I think we were definitely more on the front foot, but and yeah, because I I experienced Brian at home against us with the the way they play football, even though Potter's gone. But they've still they're still going to be playing the same way. I expected us to be under the cosh for a little bit, but we were dominating them from like the work go. First twenty minutes or so, up and definitely up until the goal, we were we were yeah. playing some some of the best possession based football I've seen from us all season. I, I almost couldn't believe it when I saw that it was like Spurs have sixty nine percent possession. And Brian have whatever the rest is. Yeah, it was good. It was good yeah, to see. Good to but see. the one thing I did, the one thing I did know, even though we had better position and we looked better going forward, when it broke down, I felt we looked a bit vulnerable on the counter. And was that was that while we were still within that free midfield? we were still within that shape before yeah. before we scored yeah I think so yeah it just it just seemed that what we put going forward was detrimental to what we had defensively even though we limited them to a few chances but it was more exciting though wasn't it it was more exciting it was more exciting but yeah like like I've said I I will take a fucking boring. I will take one that was all season long. You'll take a penalty in the ninety yeah. ninety fifth minute. Yeah, one nil all day long, isn't it? I will do. You'll and 
for, for and people die that, on your hill. And, for, and for fans that say that they won't if at the end of the season we end up winning something then it's all going to be worth it I mean don't get me wrong it is nice to see lovely football attacking football us dominate, dominating teams but I still f- felt that we haven't quite got it defensively when the moves broke down we still look vulnerable like we were sort of not not struggling but it was scampering to get back into that defensive shape it didn't look that the play I don't feel the defensive side of the play they didn't look as comfortable because they weren't used to it but when we scored we looked like we reverted back to the same formation and we kind of dropped 15 odd 20 yards and, and dropped to our kind of mid low block did you think that Rav did you see that well, I've I've got a stat here for you um, I love a stat well Antonio Conte has lost none of his previous 54 Premier League games in which his side has been ahead at half time which says say that, that again say that again so out of, so in his previous Premier League games 54 just, games it, just for us so all clubs all clubs when, when he's gone ahead he hasn't lost a game um, and for me, that because uh, uh, Luke was saying we look vulnerable, I, I thought we looked quite comfortable. I'd, I'd never actually really thought, oh, Brian, are going to score here. Like I never felt, I felt quite solid and quite uh, compact. And uh, like I think there was one tackle by Doherty that was pure positioning, and he was just in the right position to make sure that he intercepted the ball. That was towards the end, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah. I think I think we were just I sort of felt in control really, and I, I was quite impressed with. With how in control we were, um, I think that, like, I think the the formation let a player like Cessignon like bomb forward a bit more, which we've needed to see a little bit more of, um, and allowed him a bit more free. And I think Hoiberg was sort of covering him because we had three midfielders. But I, I was I was quite happy with it really. I was a little bit surprised to see Cessignon get man of the match. If I'm honest, oh, did he really? Yeah, I was a little bit yeah. surprised at that one. I, I, for me, like, and you know, people might. Call me a cunt. They often do. I thought uh, Matt Docky had a really good game, and I thought he, he looked yeah. for someone who's been out of the, out of the running for whatever game it was. He got injured last season, and then you know he's kind of. I think it was taken out of context when Conte said, "Ah, oh, you know, I don't want to lose matches. Why am I going to put Matt Docky in?" He didn't say it like that. It was like he's not ready to play yet. He's not fully fit. I'm yeah. not looking to lose matches. Why would I put someone who's not ready? And I think that was the context that should have been yeah. taken in, but obviously things get lost in translation. He looked good. He looked like he did. Yeah. Do you know I mean? He was getting into positions where he was getting space to put crosses in. He's, he, he ain't quite coming together for him in that game, but... It will come. Yeah, for, he looked better, he looked better minutes, than fucking Royal, Royal didn't he? Like, he, he the must, first 20 minutes, half hour, I think we when we were watching it, we said, like, he's... He's a standout. He's like he's been the most. That was what I was yeah. saying. Yeah, I think me and you obviously we both kind of agreed on that when we was watching it. I think um, like uh, just on that interview that Conte had, he was uh, Doherty was asked about it, and he he had a really great response where he was like, "Look, I know it was probably taken out of context, but ultimately." It doesn't matter. I'm just here to train and get fit and try my best for the team. I think and he had he, a you very. You can see it. You can he, see it. Yeah. Yeah. He had he had a very very bad injury. Like yeah. it, it ruled him out of the rest of the season. And when he was on form, 
Um, and that obviously takes its toll mentally as well. He's not young, is he, Docky? I think he's 30 odd, isn't he? I think he's 30, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's that element of it. I mean, like I said, Sessignon got man of the match. He did have a good game. I'm not taking anything away from his, his game. He did, but there was some good performances in there from Benacore, Hoiberg. I thought both played really well. For Basuma was, apart from one tackle, which was terrible, He, I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, Davis had a good game. Yeah. You know, he's not been first choice, if we're honest, although he's had a, he has had injuries. He... Um, Brighton haven't lost at home since they lost to us at home last year. At seven, no, well, last season. So, the 16th of March, I think that game was. Well, there's another step for you. Yeah. So, in the league. Rabs got all the stats. I'm a stat everyone man. was crying about Brighton, weren't they? Like, I mean, you look I think like, Liverpool are just shit, though. I think if, if, you're, if you're referring to that game where... Is it... What's his name? Who's that guy, who's that guy for Brighton who got a hat-trick against Liverpool? Trossard. Trossard. I think Liverpool are just pants. I mean, they lost to some some shit team this weekend as well, apparently. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I've, I've heard they lost to some Under pants. dubious conditions. Yeah, we, we could go into that, but when, yeah, we, can, <laughs> we can't, we we when we're not going to. Um, so, yeah, just, just overall reaction from the game. Like, how do you rate it in terms of just, just overall performance? Is it is it a good kind of response to the to the to the loss to in the North London derby I think uh, yeah I think so and, and maybe even a response to the Frankfurt game but I just thought it was properly <laughs> pro- someone's knocking at the door properly professional and um, I think like so Kane Kane's actually got his 12th goal again I'm hitting you another stat his 12th goal in 12 games 12 games and if Haaland wasn't being a machine, people would be crying about how Kane's form. Absolutely, yeah. he's got like, eight, eight goals in nine Premier League appearances. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the other three are. They from last season. Last season. Oh, okay. Yeah. On from last season, basically. I think he's got an assist. I think he's got in nine games, he's got eight goals and an assist. So, so he's he's, and I think it's his best. It is his best start to the season. Best start goal, to the season. Goals wise, but Haaland is doing some craziness. But you know. As we know, it's uh, as we yeah. said last week. It's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. And yeah. I reckon Kane, he's he'll get he'll bang a hat trick in and a brace, yeah. and all yeah. of a sudden he's pulled it close. Salah has been out of sight a couple yeah. of times, yeah. and he's pulled it back. Do you know what I mean? I think if so, I think I saw a projection of if Harry Kane continues this, and he's on, he's on, he could continue to get thirty four goals. If if you were gonna, if you were a better man, you were going to bet on anyone to catch Haaland. There's only one. There's, there's only, only one, one, man. one person. Let's let's face it. At this point in Harry Kane's career, I'm sure he he'd give up a golden boot if at the end of this season we come away with a trophy. <coughs> he ain't gonna give a shit about a golden boot and Haaland and how many goals he scored. He ain't gonna care. He he's, yeah. he's chased the golden boot and he's won the golden boot multiple times over top quality strikers. Haaland's this new boy on the new kid on the block, playing with a seasoned team that's just gonna that's feeding him goals for fun. We're not like that, so yeah, Harry Kane, he's gonna carry on what he's doing. His numbers are gonna be good this year. He he probably won't be able to challenge Haaland for the Golden Boot because City are too prolific and in their attack, attacking wires, but. Yeah, I really think that yeah, if we if we get something out of this season, Kane ain't gonna give a shit. 
What what what's the realistic kind of expectations for this season? There, what, what what do you think we we can we can we can win? I mean, I I think we're definitely in and around like the League Cup and the FA Cup. I think like we should definitely be thinking about those. Um, Conte likes to play down the league, but and I'm. I'm in no way getting ahead of myself, but we're third in the table. We're four points off the top. We've had a great start to the season. We're hard to beat, and even though we've not partic- not particularly been prolific, we're still plus ten goal wires. I think Arsenal have got one or two goals more than us, and then City they're fucking miles above everyone. Do you know what I mean? It's as Alex Ferguson said. Yeah, see where you are at Christmas. <laughs> And we haven't actually clicked yet. No. Nah. Like, we haven't actually looked yeah. like we did at the back end of last season. And and that, that's, why I weren't, that's why I weren't too down last week when we lost to Arsenal. Mm. We never went at fucking Arsenal. I mean, no one, wants, no one wants to lose there. And it's a, it's a bit of pill to swallow. No one no one hurt more than... Other than the people who actually went to the game last week, no one hurt more than I did. Watching that fucking game, kind of watching it at work, and then having to get the train home through all that shit on the Piccadilly line, it was... It, was, it took a lot of... Any energy that I and that I had left, it sapped everything out of me. But do you know what? It's like you won, but you won in like September. Like the, the season's cracking on till mid-May, mm. and like we all know what happened last season. So just, just you know what I mean. Just, let's let's say Harlan got an injury, right? And it was a North London title race. Would you be able to handle that? I don't want. It, I don't want that. I can't even begin to fathom what my heart will be saying. I don't, I don't ever want to think about a North London title race, but that sounds horrendous. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Yeah. They they couldn't take it, definitely. But if, if you know, we we kind of like I like I think I said last week we've we've grown up in the definitely our generation. We've grown up in a, an era where Spurs were predominantly poo, and Arsenal probably didn't even. Recognise us as rivals mm. during that period. They were Man United were their rivals, you know, and probably the back end of it, Chelsea. That we were just yeah. in the middle of the table, the annoying, noisy neighbours, at best. But what we've seen in the last fifteen odd years is us, you know, over overcome them and and be the better side more often than yeah. not. And you know, I think the last seven seasons we finished above them. It's something like that, isn't it? Five, yeah. six, seven seasons, something like that. And I mean, but like, they've definitely started well. But again, it, easy start, loads of games at home. Yeah, could, the, the, the only reason there's an yeah. argument for them to say they're they're still they're still a bigger club than us is because they've won a couple of FA Cups in the last ten years. Yeah. And that's the only argument they've really got. I mean, Leicester have won an FA Cup. Uh, Wigan have won an FA Cup in the last ten years. Yeah. Like, does that Portsmouth. mean? Uh, it's probably a bit longer than ten years ago, yeah. but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe you're right. But yeah. No. But the point is, FA Cups don't mean as much as they used to. But you know, I'd, I'd fucking have you have your armor for yeah. FA Cup. So you know, don't hold me to that. But in terms of league standing and what we've achieved in term in terms of Europe, definitely we're much bigger club than them at the moment. And uh, there's that obviously that little talk of uh, Google at the moment, which is. Yeah, we'll get to that. That's, yeah. that's part of the pod. That's that's not quite the next thing we're going to talk about. So yeah, we've we've talked about we've talked about the Brighton game. I just I can I just say like um, 
We're not moving on from the Brighton game. We're just oh, getting to the next part of the Brighton game. Cool. All right. So, well, I was going to add to the Brighton game. So I was going to say, is there any more like stats you want to pull out of that game? I think stats-wise, I don't really... I mean, Kane and Son assisting and scoring with each other, they're like at 43 now, which is by far beyond... I think, was it Lampard and Drogba that was before them, maybe? Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to have the record and not win the league unless we win it this year or in the coming years, which is kind of shit because you'd think they would have won something and have something to show for it. But um, I think uh, I think our midfield was, again, Hoiberg and Bentecourt, they're, they're fucking good players, man. Like I don't know. Every game I watch them play, I'm just like, they're, they're doing everything. Like They're doing all... Kind of all facets of midfield. They look they look better with uh, Bissouma in in the river. And as much as you know, he didn't have a. I think if we're generous, we'll say maybe he had a seven out of, uh, seven, maybe a seven point five out of ten game. He didn't he didn't break any fucking new ground. Like he didn't do anything that we haven't seen before. He just kind of carried the ball and moved it sideways and some forward passes. But we, I thought we looked up until we scored. I thought we looked really good. I was really excited by how we set up. But um, we've mentioned uh, we've mentioned Doherty, we've mentioned Sessegnon, and obviously Hoiberg and Benacore. Anyone else? I've got I've got another them? weird stat though, and I, I, this is just my thinking of it. But so Jed Spence came on against Forest and hasn't played. Yeah. And Basuma's made his first start against Brighton. Do you think Conte has some weird thing about playing his players against their old team? Absolutely. Because that's such a weird like. They haven't really featured, but they featured in games against the Royal Teams. I find that quite interesting. I mean, I think I think I've seen enough from from Dockett in that game to say that for me he starts in the Premier League. Mm. Yeah, he offers more going forward, and that's what wingbacks are for. I think he, he can do enough defensively. I think uh, Rao's the opposite of that. He's prop. He's probably better defensively, mm. but going forward, he's finds himself in good positions, but he's knackered when he gets there. He doesn't know what yeah. to do with it. But yeah, Jed Spence, that's an interesting one. I hope like now the games are kind of thickening up a little bit. But it's just weird that he played against his former club and Basuma played against his former club. That's quite a weird Conte bit of shithousery. So he's, like, he's throwing them out there because he knows they're going to give the extra 10% in that game and it's like, right, now you're back in the, on the bench. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. Because like, Basuma hasn't really started but, and Jed Spence hasn't played at all apart from against Forest. I don't know, it was just a weird thing I noticed where I was like, yeah, the new boys haven't really featured apart from against the Royal Clubs. I would like to see us start exactly the same team against Frankfurt tomorrow. I think exactly Royal the play, same. though. You think Royal play? Because he's, yeah. Well, I, I don't mind that with the extra man in midfield because I think the wing-backs will get a bit more freedom with a three-man midfield. Um because you're not losing anyone in defence, you've still got the three at the back, so I think with the freedom of field, I think the wing-backs will get the opportunity to get up, up, field a bit more, a bit more freedom, and less risk having to kind of make the runs back, because you've got the extra man in midfield, but, yeah, I don't know, like, he's definitely going to throw Richarlison in there, I, I, I think he'll probably play the, the, the tried and tested, Two holding midfielders and three. Yeah, I think he will, but I'd like to see three in midfield. I'd, I'd like to see Basuma get a start. I just think, like, let's just fucking let's just take the games for Frankfurt and win it. Do you know what I mean? Let's not sit back and try and catch on the counter. Let's win it and win it well and win it, win it playing well. 
convincingly and dominating. I don't know, like, do you not do you not long for that, Bones? You don't want to see. I know you don't. You don't do. A... I no. Don't get me wrong. I don't <laughs> like watching shit football. I don't. But I I think there's a need, and I think we sort of partially saw it under Mourinho, but that was dire. That was a dire watching under our football under Mourinho. It was like you couldn't tell whether you were going to win, lose, or draw. You play exactly the same way, and you wouldn't tell. Was under Conte, he's doing, he's he's getting his the defensive side of the game. He's sorting out because he knows that up front in in tack, attacking areas, that we've got the players that can nick a goal. So I'm all for, because I personally I don't think that our defensively our defensive players uh, at that level where we can compete with the big boys yet. I think they're all having decent games, they're all playing all right, they're all playing well, but as a defensive unit, compared against the other teams, I think we're still lacking. I mean, Sessegnon got man of the match. He just he just looks devoid of confidence, the lad. Like We all know what he can do going forward, but he, he doesn't trust himself. I think if we continue to play a three, I think you'll see... A, he's an attacker, he's not a defender. He's not a defensive player. He's, ne- he's never been that. I don't think at Fulham but, he's ever been. He's players one of the forward three at Fulham. But he, do- he just doesn't look confident going forward in defence. Because, because, because his responsibilities are more. He's got to get up and then he's got to get the fuck back. I think he's just... I think, for me, it just looks like there needs to be, with him... Whether it will come or not, but something needs to click. Where, because I don't think that Sessignon believes he's good enough to be playing for us and for Conte. He doesn't strike. He doesn't look comfortable playing for us. For Royale or whatever you say, and his his inadequacies, he looks confident. He looks like no, I'm gonna fucking boss this. And if he makes a mistake, he makes a mistake. But Session looks like he's scared of making a mistake. No, no, no I, I'll back that. I I'll do. Back that. I think it's interesting to obviously, like, not. I don't want to talk about Liverpool too much, but to watch Trent because, like, Alexander Arnold was he he can't defend. Like, I, I don't know where people thought he could, and Klopp said it, but he just had the license pretty much to go forward. And I think with the three-five-two formation. With, with an extra centre mid covering him, that might let Sessegnon get the confidence. Because I remember in the game, Hoiberg was covering left-back pretty much whilst uh, Sessegnon went forward. And I saw I, I thought that Sessegnon had, had a bit more confidence. Like, he wasn't completely confident, because I don't think we've seen that Sessegnon, but he looked a bit more confident well, with the give, licence to go forward. They've given a man of the match for a reason. I didn't see it. I thought he had an all-right game. I did at no point did it was it a standout performance for me to think like ah oh, fuck me that was a good game from Sessignon wasn't it like I didn't I didn't see that but for me at the moment Sessignon is playing like Walker Peters mm-hmm. Walker Peters he played like he felt like he didn't belong and he didn't have the confidence that he felt like he belonged it was to quote Graham Souness he felt like <laughs> I watched him and it was like a boy playing in a man's team and I get that feeling when I watch Sessignon play sometimes where he doesn't he doesn't trust himself 
he's quite happy to do the easy thing rather than do what he should do because he haven't he hasn't got that confidence. Maybe it'll come. I don't know. Maybe it'll it, he'll need to leave us to where he feels like he's the main man again at a club. But at the moment, yeah, he just reminds me of Walker Peters. Where I think Conte puts a lot of pressure on his wing backs, isn't it? And I think someone like Perisic, who's seasoned, is not going to get phased by it, and he's going to follow instruction and do what he's asked to do. He's he's been in the game that long that he can, you know, I mean, he can just adapt both footed and still got his fitness and injuries haven't kind of set him back to this point. I think I think Doherty's played at wing back for a long time. Mm. Feels comfortable there. So for me, if you're gonna if you're gonna pick your first choice wing backs, it's got to be for me. It's got to be Perisic and Doherty at the moment. Yeah, I saw Doherty and he, he looked like Doherty before mm. he got injured. For me, like you know, I'm not getting too carried away. I'm not saying he's a world beater. He's not. I wish we had better. I wish we would give Spence more of an opportunity. When maybe when the league cup starts, can't be can't be far now the league cup can it I think they've I don't know if this is true but I think they've postponed it all to after to after the World Cup have they really I think I'm pretty, I swear the finals in February but I think they've moved it all forward I think right. so I think then we, we got did we get drawn against Forest? we did yeah. yeah I just want to see I just want to see uh, Spence get a yeah, run out because that that transfer cycle dragged on all summer yeah there must be something I mean from from the People that I know that support teams in the championship, they all said Jed Spence, he was the best player in the championship mm. last year. So, give him a chance. See what I mean? Like, I'm not saying he's going to be the next Deli Alley, but Royale isn't playing badly, but he's not a wing back. No. Do you know what I mean? You're asking someone who's not a wing back to play wing back, and he's doing it as best he can. And he, he looks he looks adequate when uh, Kulisevsky's playing in front of him. Yeah. Because of his work rate and how he makes himself available, but yeah, yeah, I think I think I think Doherty done enough in that game to say that he's got to start the next, yeah. at least the, the 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 next Premier League game against Everton at the weekend. Maybe not the Champions League game. I think there was just setting on quickly. There was one thing that I saw that made me think he's changing. Uh, he, like Luke's right, he still seems a bit timid. But there was one pass that. Uh, Kane or Son misplaced and he had a go at them and I'm just thinking if he just gets his mentality right I think he could be a really good player I mean don't get me wrong I'm not hating on Sessignon sounds like it he's only he's still a young lad like he's been with us a couple of years but he's still a relatively young lad he's what early 20s 22 23 something like that so he's still got potential and maybe it Maybe Conte and maybe there is that in him where he'll grow up and he'll start to feel like he's more the, the main man. I just think at the moment, yeah, he's, he looks very timid and tentative and not sure of himself. What uh, Rev just touched on there in regards to the uh, the final pass being off, that was something we talked about last week as well. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. The conversations last week. We, it was a long day. Oh. It was a long night as well, wasn't it? Long faxy. evening. What are you drinking, Rev? Faxy. Well, having a faxy. Sponsor you, of the pod. What are you drinking, Bonesy? What you got? What you got? What you got over there? Um, 
I started with a JD and Coke, and now I'm on a rum and cola. I've got the rum and cola as well. It's quite nice. Cherry huh? cola one. Yeah. Copperberg one. It's pretty good. Have you got any treats over there? What you got? I haven't. I've, I've laid off the treats for no the No treats. Nah. All right. Well, that was a bit of a digression. But yeah, you was talking about the, the final pass. Again, it looked like in this game, the final pass is off. That, that When Son or Kane get that opportunity to release the, the more advanced player in an in, in attack, it's often overplayed or underplayed I, I do think sometimes that what we, we we really lack and it's this is a very like old school football sort of thing but like like an Aaron Lennon like an electric pace you aren't catching him because Son's fast but it's not in the same way as sort of so in a like Conte and Lukaku who was just rapid and you're not catching him and obviously Syria has a slower league like Hazard and they weren't super rapid but I don't know they, they seem a bit faster than what we've got and I think we're not expecting the ball to be in places at the moment I think with Kulu's accuracy it might get a bit better and I think he's fit soon uh, he he is he is fit. He's training. Uh, he's training. Uh, Mora's training, and Mora Tang- and help. Tanganga's training as well. Not that, that. I, f- I forgot we had him. But it's an option, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, at the moment uh, we've got. I mean, that is a fully fit squad, isn't it? If if that if that is uh, correct, what I read earlier. That's. But if if Cooley's fit, I go. I, I say we mm. go for a three up top because I think with Sun Kane and Kulu that's, that's potent. Do you know what I mean? I think what, no one wants to play against that. I think what you get or what you lack when Kulu ain't playing is width. It's not so much that, but when with regards to Sun and Kane, it looks rushed. They look like they're trying to force it because they've been starved of touches. They look like they're trying to force the rhythm and force the flow to create something. Um, whereas when Kulu plays, he he will slow the game down to suit him, but then he'll beat the man, and then he's in. He like he's this he's so deceptively good on the ball. It's unreal, like. He'll get the ball when you think he's in a tight corner here, and all of a sudden he's fucking away. And then all of a sudden you've got him bearing down on like two or three defenders. You've got Son and Kane bursting forward, and it looks like when he plays, it looks like there's a bit more of flow and control in our game. Whereas when Richie and Son and Kane are playing, I th- I just feel that they're trying to rush it because Kulu is better on the ball than Sun he's better at holding the ball up than Sun he's better at holding the ball up than Richie whether he's better than holding the ball up than Kane is questionable but I think because he, he's good at holding the ball up that is questionable I think Kane is probably one of the best in the league at holding the ball up but he's not doing it at the moment because it's like he's He's dropping deep to then look to play Sun in. It, when Kulu ain't playing, at the moment, it looks very rushed. Uh, 
I do, I do think, I do, I 100% agree with that, to be fair. But I also do think we, we miss the width that he brings. Mm. And I think I said it last week that uh, he looks like a winger. Mm. But he's got the ability because he plays out of the right and he's left footed, he can cut in and he's got options. He's, he's making whoever is, whoever is the defender that's up against him, he's making them second guess themselves they're not sure which way he's going to go because he can go both ways and yeah. he tends to show you he's going to go on his left and then he doesn't he takes it onto his right yeah. foot uh, which unsettles the, the defender Richarlison doesn't do that Richarlison's he likes to come into the centre of the pitch that's where he wants to that's where he feels his natural kind of environment is so I think it will I think it will come with Richarlison though it, it, yeah. it will come it's just a case of they need to play together a little bit more isn't it yeah. I don't I don't think he belongs on the right like I, I, again he's both footy I, I said it last week but I don't know why he can't play on the right I don't know why Song can't play on the right but they just don't seem to be able to but what I kind of want to see going forward is maybe having Kulu or someone at the number 10 and like having sort of the three man midfield but one's two holding and one in the middle sort of like Kulu could take Basuma's spot and play a bit further forward and we have two strikers that could be that could work I think I could see that working it's something that you know if they work on it in the training ground you know you'd probably yeah. hear about it from Alistair Gold or someone like that if, yeah. they're, if, they're, if they're experimenting with that but where, where do you see Mora featuring now? Because apparently he's fit, he's back training again. Where, where do you see him featuring? Or if, I mean, there was a few rumours creeping around that he might even, he might even be getting shipped out in January. Like, what do you reckon? Uh, I could see him. I think, so we tried him a wing back during the pre-season, didn't we? Mm. And I think we just needed an outlet there and it would, it would utilise his skills pretty well. Is he disciplined enough to play that position? I don't know, man. I, don't, I think that's it's, it's a pipe dream, I think. But then, like, with a three-man midfield covering him, it, it might be the making of him, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, who saw Victor Moses playing as right wing back? But, yeah, I don't know. That's, Lucas Moura, he's not a young man anymore, do you know what I mean? Like, Victor Moses was still rel- relatively young when he was transitioned into playing as a wing back. I mean, I think what would help... I mean, I don't... Personally, I don't see Mora featuring that often. I think that his attitude and the way he hustles on the pitch is something that some of the other players could learn from. A bit like Lamella. Like, I've spoken about Lamella before. Like, when the, them two players are on the pitch, they quicken the, they quicken the, the pace of the game up. So you might not get 90 minutes out of Mora, but I think you could get half hour, 45 minutes out of him. So with the added, oh, you've got five subs, I think he could play a role, whether he will or not, but I, I, I think he's definitely worth keeping around because when things are stagnant, he adds that little bit of life, injection of pace into the game. And I think he could do a job as a wing-back. All right, well, you know, it was tried more than once in pre-season. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't want to see it. I just don't think we we will see it. But, like I said, I, I've been wrong before. So if, if we don't, we probably go back to the the old formation with Kulu and Lucas sharing that position. 
I, I just don't think I just don't think Moore is gonna get gonna get a look in. I don't see how he does in with them forwards that we've got. If everyone's fit, I don't see where Moore fits no. fits into that. Yeah, I agree. But uh, not Shame not that I don't say. think he's good enough. But I just think that there's a pecking order, and I think unless there's an injury, I, I don't. He's gonna. Be, there's still five subs in every game, and there's plenty of football. So yeah. he's, he's whether that whether that feeds his you know his appetite for for playing at this at this point in his career, I don't know. But yeah, I, I, he's still, he has got still something. He, he's got something to offer still. Yeah, he he's got. He has got. He didn't score a lot of goals last season. I don't think he's ever scored a, a load of goals. He's he's kind of like a. He'll have a standout couple of performances a season, where he affects games and he just, he's just, he's unplayable in, in games. One what? game in particular, I'm thinking of. There. Well, a game against Brighton, he got a hat trick in it. Like, remember that game? When he brought his kid onto the pitch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Huddersfield. Was it Huddersfield? Yeah, was it? I was at that one. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, I just think sorry, with man. with Mora, I think we're going back to being under Mourinho. When we were playing shit, Mora was our best player on the pitch when we were playing shit. Because he was the only one that looked to be attacking and had life in him. And a bit of thrust. Yeah. But when we were playing well, he looked shit because... He can't play football. Yeah, because he wasn't (laughs) playing as part of the team. Yeah, he hasn't got that footballing kind of... He isn't... System kind of yeah. drilled football is not his game. He's more of a if you can, instinctual kind of player. But if you can get him out on the wing, where the consequences of his actions, he would have been fantastic under Martin. <laughs> oh yeah, under Martin Yo, he would yeah. have been like. Always, he would have been our best player. I always think he's the kid in the playground that was just excellent mm. at dribbling, but good at pretty much nothing else. And he just he's so good at dribbling, and uh, but his end product always leaves a lot to be desired, apart from. Probably the biggest game in our yeah. in our history. So well, that, that I don't want to put that was a little bit of a smash and grab. If we if we're honest, like we just kind oh, of just his we, goal, we went man. we went. It was crazy footwork for his second goal, but it was massively direct from the second. The the, the whistle went off in the second yeah. half. We just went right. Bring bring fucking uh, Lorente on and just hit him, hit him, hit him. Just just go f- pure physical and we'll see what happens. Um, so yeah, just before we go on to uh, the Frankfurt game and the Brighton game, the Brighton yeah. game, the Everton yeah. game, how are you boys faring off the North London W over it? You moved on? You good? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's probably deluded. I can't, I can't deny my bias against Arsenal. I still think that Liverpool were shit and still got two goals, really easy goals against them. I think... I think we're, we're battling for second and third, I think. And I I, I hope and think we will edge it, it does to be a, honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's it in a nutshell, isn't it? Like, I don't think they're in the title race. They're doing they're doing really well, let's, let's, be, let's be honest. This, I think I mentioned it earlier that only once in Premier League history has a team won eight of their first nine games and not won the league. And that one time was Arsenal. Um, but I think City are a bit too much this year. But it's so early, man. We're not even a quarter of the way into the season. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's so early, the- and we're and we're not even kind of playing at any kind of fluidity. And we're in the mix, four points behind top. Do you know what I mean? Like, and we've not even played that well. And it's- they're they're playing out of their fucking skins. 
So I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, yeah, going back to the Liverpool game at the weekend, there's questions over the penalty that they got. There's questions over whether they should have had a man, man sent off. I thought, I thought, you know what? I don't think I don't think they should have had a man sent off. But that challenge, I think it was Odegaard on yeah. someone on the touchline. That was worse than Real's one. He, yeah. he came at pace over yeah. the ball, hit the ankle at pace. Yeah, and he got a yellow for it. And you know what? Yeah, that was a yellow. Yeah. That was a yellow card. Royale's done not anywhere near as much damage yeah, as that. Yeah. yeah, it was a little bit petulant and a little bit... But there was no damage made and there was no, no impact. There was no speed. Mm-hmm. It was just he flung a toe out and he caught the back of his heel. And we get a red. Yeah. And that changed the game and we lost. Against Liverpool, they got the rubber of the green massively. I mean, that thing with Saka, is he offside? I don't think he is. I think that goal's a goal. I think look, Martinelli gets that. Is it Martinelli? Yeah. Yeah. That's a goal. But the penalty, that is ridiculous like that penalty they got given and the and the Gabriel handball is a handball yeah. isn't it yeah oh it was too close his hand was there like is it, is yeah. that, did yeah. it stop the ball going into a position where they were going to get potentially gain advantage yes then it's a handball a handball is nine times out of ten a handball isn't meant yeah you know I mean, no one's going oh you know just throwing a hand at it to stop it going it's because the ball's hit the hand in a yeah. initial position. That's nine, 99% of the time. It's never. It's it's hardly ever because someone's tried to claw it out with yeah. their hand. Yeah. I, I can only think of Suarez at the World Cup where he literally went, stuck his out. I can't think of any other time where someone's gone it to punch it, it out. It just it doesn't, doesn't happen, happen that often. Yeah. So you're just, you're just kind of, you're manipulating the rules <coughs> in the instance to, it's like, oh, you know, his hand's in a, in a natural position. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's in a natural position. Is it a handball? Yes or not? Has it stopped the, the ball going towards the goal in an attacking, in an attacking movement? Well, yes, we, and it's handball. I mean, I think on that one, they've said, oh, is his hand in a, like, is his arm in a, a natural position? And I think whenever you jump in and whether, whether you flinch in, your, your arms are in a natural position and sometimes they can be out the, the line of your body. But, We've we've seen it before. Penalties have been given for your arms in a natural position, but it's out of the line of your body. I mean, how many how many times you see a ball going to be whipped in, and you see the defenders with their arms crossed behind their back? If that was <laughs> if that was anywhere else on the pitch, would that have been given as a free kick? Yes, Absolutely. I think it was. I think there was an incident where there was a handball given. on the pitch as a free kick I think it was Saka through on goal wasn't it or something it, but, I can't remember it was yeah. but I remember thinking hold on so that's a, that's a free kick but the penalty wasn't a yeah, yeah alright but fuck, fuck them exactly that's what I was about, just about <laughs> to say and that, another that but you know it's good It's good to just to you know the, the, the little sneaky gooners that are listening to this apparently but they, they allegedly no, but, they are no, but, but, but if, just to let them know that you know you are getting the rub of the green whether you like to hear it or not but whatever, man. Yeah, you know I mean, it's I mean, good. It's good. Personally, I, I I think they've got to be taken seriously this year. Uh, I mean, all the fans are singing, "We're top of the league. We're going to win the league." And now you're going to believe us. That's a little bit embarrassing. And, um, but they've been shit for ages, so you kind of got yeah. to let, let them have that. But yeah, I think I I think they need to be taken seriously. Not as title contenders. Oh no, I think so. They're top of the league. They've won all their games. He's so. sarcastic. No, no, I'm being serious. They're, all you Arsenal fans, yeah, you're right to be hyped up. 
I don't know how to take Lagana that, now. Mm. That you could win the league this year. And I think you should you should start thinking that way. I think Luke's setting them up for the I don't know what I don't know what he's he, doing right he's now. He's building them up so I'm a bit the scared crash, of what he's saying. I don't know crash, I don't know whether he's it's a bit of satire, I don't know if it's I don't know what this is yeah. from Luke. I don't know what he's I doing. I love it, I love it. It's a bit unsettling. I can't, I can't wait until the crash comes. Uh, and it will come. But um we still have enough time for Liverpool to oh. fully come back. They did it last year. They were shit for ages. Mate, we're only... We're it's le- so early. We're yeah. never even a quarter in the season. They haven't got the rest of the pump so far this year. That's but they'll sign, they'll sign a new striker. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a yeah. real lack of components coming in from yeah. Eastern Europe, apparently. Yeah, I think... I that's think where the Asthma pumps are coming from, come from Ukraine, apparently. I think I think Munich are suffering as well a little bit with that. From yeah, like they did apparently, years, apparently that's that's where they, they're all they're all manufactured in Ukraine, apparently. That is, allegedly, I don't know. I, don't, I have no, I know, I have no idea. Um, Google Arena. I've heard some uh, some bits and pieces about that. There's some nonsense going on. There's some, some shit as we're going around. Oh, let's search the last time Spurs won a trophy. God. But it seems though as we're going to be getting, there's some talk of us maybe getting finally I mean, getting the naming rights for the stadium. I mean, I'm taking that with a pinch of salt because the picture that was put up, I saw that two, three years ago when the stadium was being built. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'm not believing whether that. I think I said it to Luke earlier that we've not had a home game for the last two weeks, but our stadium's been full on the weekend. I think maybe. Post COVID, companies like Google, Amazon, FedEx, whoever, they're starting to notice that this is actually a viable sports entertainment arena. As much as I don't want to describe White Hart Lane like that, it is that, isn't it? Yeah, but it is. And I've been through uh, the train, uh, whatever line it was, coming through Northumberland Park or White Hart Lane, and there was just untold guys with jerseys and baseball caps on, <laughs> loads. Well. On sat on Saturday, I thought there was the I thought the NFL was going NFL game was going on Saturday for the amount of Packers fans and jerseys that I see. Packers. Packers. Green Bay. Green isn't Bay. It? Green Bay Packers. Mate, I've got no fucking clue about any of this shit. But no, there, there was loads of them on the train. Yeah. And I was like, hold on, is it today that, that game's going on? And it weren't. It was Sunday. They were just going down to check out the stadium. How do you get excited about them games? What 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 what's the exciting bit that happens in that game that gets you gets you out of your seat? What, in the Tribal NFL? rivalry, maybe a touchdown. Yeah. When you a make good when ad. you make when you make some yards. Good advert at halftime. Some cheerleaders. I think it's. Um, I'm, I've never been one for the NFL, really, but. I can see, like, you get, what's it, four quarters, so there's plenty of time to get a beer, get a beer between each quarter. How long's a quarter? <laughs> I think it's 15, 20 minutes. What's up with the cough, Bozy, man? I think it's 15, 20 minutes. I'm not sure if it's a cough or a sneeze. What it's is a cough. it? Oh, is it? <coughs> it's like a hybrid. I think you get 15, 20 minutes, <laughs> so there's plenty of time to get a beer between each, and... It's, it's like a game of, like, bulldog. Do you know what I mean? And there's people fucking getting bashed up. Um, like, they all were in padding, but... Do you know what I mean? I, I, I don't mind American football. Like, I, I could watch it. it the, the appeal of it is just kind of what, I guess, some people see in rugby, where it's quite physical, but 
it's quite tactical. I think there's a the, the the tactical element of it is next level, like even more than the Premier League. I I think it's like chess, huh? Yeah, where it's yeah. literally you maneuver your pieces and you win, sort of thing. But the hype for it in this country is pretty much doubled, tripled, whatever you want to say. Uh, in the last five years, and our stadium is a big part of that. I was in, I was near Brick Lane, and I saw loads of people with their jerseys on from America. Are you a Green Bay Packer? Nah. Are you, who who are you representing? Uh, oh, I don't know. Whoever but, Tom Brady's. At. Yeah, I was going to say who yeah. Tom Brady play for at the moment. I think. Uh, no yeah. idea. But the thing is, though, Patriots is that is that team. Oh, they won me some money once when I gambled on it. Well, there you go, the Patriots. And you say that, money, and we've had two weekends of it, and no one's been really aware that it's been happening. But I think I think you said record bill, beer sales, record mm. beer sales. Yeah, record beer so sales again. sold out stadium, so all that money is getting pumped into the club. So, yeah, if that's extra money in the coffers for Levy to improve our squad... Well, apparently, then, all the money that is generated from all these extracurricular activities are are going to be going to be going towards Tottenham as a as a. As a as I can't a wait team. till we sign Ollie Watkins for twenty million next in January. It's going to be more than happen. twenty. We're going to pay. We're going to pay more than that. And, for it. It's going to be like sixty, seventy million. Probably. And you think that plus the fact that we haven't had we haven't got a naming sponsor for the stadium as yet. Yeah, true that. We had a bold accounts. The start when we started doing this, we all said, "Oh, we've had a decent summer transfer window," and that was without the extra revenue coming in from naming rights. Oh, I, don't know, man. I, I still kind of, I still kind of hope that one day it's going to be, well, one day not too far, is going to be, it's going to be the Daniel Levy Stadium. Yeah. I'd love it to be the Daniel Levy Stadium. Just just, just because of his ego. I just love it. Just for him to come out and go, we couldn't get a sponsor, so it's now going to be known as the Daniel Levy Stadium because I fucking built it. So, I mean, he's, de- he's, like definitely lump get- it. he's definitely getting a statue at the end of it, isn't he? And you can follow me on OnlyFans. That's how I'm paying for it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there, there's, there's talk of the, the Google kind of thing coming about and they're saying some people are saying it's going to be the Google Stadium the Google Arena as we spoke about earlier I said the uh, was it the Chrome, Chrome the Chrome Dome Chrome Park oh, yeah. Chrome Park was one that's been banded around quite a bit and it, it isn't banded around because it's coming from any place of you know any knowledge it's just it's just people just fucking spitting uh, but yeah so you know they're talking 25 million a year that, and that, that'll be the record for a naming on a stadium 25 million doesn't sound like a lot does it but I think no. I think it, it, from an economic point of view it, it covers all the wages doesn't it so is that right so then you can spend your extra money purely on transfers yeah. I think that I think that's how it works but I'm not sure you know 25 million is still 25 million we're not getting now isn't it so yeah. I'm sure Daniel Levy will spend it on some some cheese and wine or whatever the fuck he likes but to spend he, it on I think while we haven't he's, he's holding out for top dollar but that would be the record, and that's that's what he wants. He wants to have the record. Because at the moment, I think Man United have got the record with uh, AI. No, not AI. It's I think United have got the record. I don't know yeah. who, who it's with, but I think they've got the record for 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 like whatever partnership they've got. Yeah. Like it's twenty two point five. I think I read. Uh, but yeah, Levy. You know, he loves to be the the one who's got yeah. the the best. 
But yeah, leave us a motherfucker. We have got the best. We've got the best stadium. So. He's a motherfucking G, like, and I won't hear otherwise. Uh, so yeah, moving on to tomorrow's game. What are your feelings, Bonesy? What do you reckon? We're going to turn him over? Frankfurt. Frankfurt. <laughs> do you like Frankfurters? No, when you said Frankfurt, I just thought of Johnson. <laughs> the sausage munching blush. Yeah. Um, do you like Frankfurters? I do. I do like a Frankfurter. Mm. But in regards to the game, I think it's going to be... <laughs> I think it's going to be... Do you want to talk about Frankfurters? Frankfurters. Yeah, a bit of tomato ketchup and mustard. Are you, are you aware of the of Senf? Senf. That's the... Is that what they drink, uh, eat out in Germany? So it's like mustard, but it's it's called Senf. Senf. No, I've not heard of that. What's that? So, yeah, me and Jay went to Ham... Where did we go? It might have been Hamburg, it might have been Munich. We went somewhere, we went both places, but I'm not sure which one it was. And everybody was queuing up for this food at the airport. Everyone was gassed about this food. And we were like, oh. And we were well hungry, hanging out of our asses at the airport in this bar, just drinking stupidly early in the morning, just thinking, oh, they're queuing up for something, that, that, that must be good. And it was literally just a plate of, I think, two or three Frankfurters, a plain roll, and a sachet of Heinz Senf. Which is just mustard. Fuck. You can get them in a jar for like a pound at Tesco. And I think they charged a few euros for it. I think it was like five euros. Fucking hell. And it's like, that is tinned food. I mean, I what, what was the one, it was in the German beer house. And it looked like just fucking dog shit. It was the white, the white. And that's most German cuisine to be fair. The white one. Shots for Oh, uh... I've got a bit of German blood in me, man. I can, I can, oh, yeah, I, I can say it, man. I'm, I'm, I come from. I come it from, just looked like I'm, white, I'm a bit Bavarian over here. White, white dog shit. That's the white sausage, isn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> what's that one called? Ugh. What's that one called? It's in a little bowl with. It's called Weisswurst. I think it is. Weiss is white, isn't it? Weisswurst. I think it is that, and it is. It's it, and the in in the one of the Bavarian <laughs> beer houses, they serve it. I remember one, one guy like ordered a finger it. bowl, where? Jay's, Jay will probably listen to this and be like, no, you can't. That's not how it went down. But I'm sure one guy ordered it in this bar we went to. They served it in this big cauldron of boiling water and the sausages were on the side and you just boil them yourself in the water. <laughs> and, oh, right. it, and yeah, you just, it, it, it was, it, looked, it did look like white dog shit, to be fair. I'm going to lie, a lot of German cuisine sounds quite lazy. Like, come on, it's, you better than that. It, I tell you what, like, when you're in them beer houses and you're getting smashed up because the beer is pretty good to be fair it's, it's good it's good quality lager they they invented hells you know everyone's talking about Canada and hells They're, that's where hells come from is uh, is Germany but the beer's good and all they serve in there is food that's that is designed to work with beer it's super salty it makes you want to drink more because it's just packed with fucking like salt and shit and it works it absolutely works you smash down a load of potatoes and dumplings and duck and sausages and you smash down a load of beer oh, I really like Germany I think it's the, the food isn't good but it's designed it perfectly to, to eat it with, with the beer that's why the Bavarian beer houses are so popular German engineering they know they yeah. know what works like what we get we get like what what what, what, what dries your mouth out here peanuts yeah, KP. Yeah, you get some dry roasted nuts. White bait. What would you rather have? A load of sausages and fucking duck leg and some sauerkraut? Or would you have a bag of peanuts? We get a bag of peanuts. That's white what- bait, is that? That's quite salty. What pubs are serving white bait, man? What pubs are you drinking the spoons. in? Spoons. 
White bait. Oh, <laughs> you're drinking some higher level spoons, man. If you're getting, if you're getting white bait. I just wanted to sound fancy, man. I've got my facts here, you know. I just wanted to be. I don't guy. know where you're getting white bait in the spoons, but I'll I'll follow you, man. What, tell me where it is. Yeah. So Frankfurt, what are we saying about you tomorrow? I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a similar story for, from the from how we've seen the season pan out. I think we might get a one or a two nil win. I, I think it's going to be no frills, pretty much how we've played all this season. That's an exciting take, Ravi. Oh, I'm going to go for the exciting take. I think it's been such an emotionally charged week that, and Conte said at the end of the last game, come come to the stadium, bring your atmosphere. Your Italian flags. Your Italian flags. Uh, do it for Gian. Like, let's go hard. I, I think we, we might finally click into gear, I'm hoping. You fancy an arse dick in? Yeah, Frankfurt arse dick in. And uh, three players will carry some pretty good stead going into the last two games, one home, one away. One away against Marseille. Yeah. And then, yeah Which who, who could be out of it by then. That, that might be a bonus for mm. that. I think we're in good shape, but, but tomorrow is a must win, isn't it? It absolutely yeah. is a must win. I, I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win 2-0. I think maybe 3 or 4. Hopefully. Three or four, okay. I'm going ballsy, but I just think that's the facts. They're not a bad side, man. They're not a bad <laughs> side. But okay, we'll talk yeah. about Everton quickly because time's getting on. Um, Everton the weekend, they're not had a great start to the season. No, I, I think they're, they're they're looking all right at the moment, aren't they? Didn't they lose to United the weekend? But it was like so. Apparently, Alex Iwobi's the best centre midfielder of all time now. Apparently, they, he's been moved back to centre mid and he's doing bits. I think they've won quite a few games this year. Like I don't, I don't know if they're. I don't think we should fear them, but sounds I, like you're you're running scared, man. It's Lampard. It's Lampard, man. He's the shittest manager ever, but he always has. He's got a bit of a jinx for us, doesn't he? Since he's not been at Chelsea, we've 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 spanked him. I think we spanked him at Everton last year, didn't we? I think that's the only time actually. I don't know why I'm getting excited. Yeah. I actually quite like Fred Lampard. I think he's he's a really good player. Um, but yeah, Everton are 12th. They've got two wins. That was it. Three losses, four draws. They're minus one. They've got 10 points. So just to give you a bit of a rundown of what they're saying. I mean, for them, that's still pretty good. But Yeah, yeah I mean, West Ham are... 13th they've had a shit start of the season so West, West Ham are right up there West Ham are on the same points as them um, yeah I know, I, I know Gordon misses out which is a big loss for do them you, do you not think that this is this is a game for us to absolutely fucking go just just, just say right enough of this sitting back bollocks they, they're rubbish let's just let's just as we did last season just just just, just smash them out of the water like, just completely destroy them Crush their confidence. I would, I would absolutely love that. Make their fans cry. No, one nil. Oh, Luke, Luke's going for the one nil. Tested. I, I don't. I, I want points on the board. One nil. I'll take one nil. Just remind me to let. Just remind me. Let me know where you're watching it. I'll, I'll join you. Right? <laughs> just that sounds like a riveting, no. riveting, riveting no, game to watch. You, you got. To, I think you've got to look at what we've done so far. That's got into. A, that's got us into this position and 
yeah, it's not even Christmas yet. We've got the World Cup coming up. So, yeah, this, this, honestly, let's just get the defensive side of our game sorted so no country's scoring a goal against us. And if we nick it 1-0, I'll be happy with that. I, I want points on the board. Like, I'm, yeah. As I've as I've said, and as do you not want to be entertained then? Because well, are you not I'd, entertained? Do you want to be entertained, or I you just w- want to win football matches? This season, I want to win football matches. I want to win something this year. I'm done with being entertained. Just so win, why do you watch? Win the, why do you watch the games then? Why don't you just tune into the Giza game? Tottenham won because they're my club. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just trying to I'm trying to understand. No, I'm I trying mean, to understand the psyche of the but man. When, but when you. <laughs> But when you when you rather that, I think it's in hindsight. Yeah, I'd like to win the league one nil. If that, if I could look back and say, yeah, would you win the would you win the league one nil? Yeah, absolutely, I would. It's like a kind of looking back, but no, I wouldn't. I've, I wouldn't. I want to. I want to watch the games and enjoy watching my team playing well. But I don't want to get relegated watching my team playing well. It's on on the other side of it. Don't get me wrong, but I want to. It's that thing, in it? It's that thing that Roger Lloyd Pack says, man, to play with a flourish. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see, man. But the we, flick, the fucking volley. But we've had that. That's what I want to see, that, man. That, but that's been our, that's been our um, like a forte for years, and we've won fuck all. I, I, I'm quite happy to watch a game and it not be be particularly pretty, but if we've won one nil, I'm I'm happy. You know, it's still before Christmas. We're see we're seeing in fits and starts us flowing like we did against Leicester, like we did in the period against um, Fulham. Sort your defence out first. Be difficult to beat, and then everything can build from there. And then see how we are in the new year. And you're happy. Yeah. So what happens when we start playing well and we start winning? Then I'll be even what, happier. What happy? What what is the what is the most happy you can get, other than winning a trophy? I to be honest, right? Even if winning a trophy, I don't think there's anything that can top us beating Ajax. That is the happiest, ex, most ecstatic, euphoric that I've ever experienced. No, no, I agree. It's that thing in it that we talk about, like. What it means, a trophies obviously like we're all starved of trophies, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I agree with Luke there. That was snatching an an unreal, an unbelievable victory yeah. from the jaws of defeat, and it was the jaws of defeat. It was it was the game was that the yeah. game was done three 0 down on aggregate, including a away goal. Well, yeah. How do you how do you how do you how do you win that at that point? You don't win it, but you can potentially yeah. nick a draw if you score early. I mean, it's been done to death. We don't need to talk about it. But it was the stakes that were what that were available in that game. The stakes were a Champions League final, and that is why you're right. You're absolutely right. How do you top that? Well, which yeah, your pragmat your pragmatic view makes sense after that because it won't get better than that. But I, I do think Everton at home, we should throw a bit more. Isn't the same stakes? Absolutely not. That's that's what I mean. Like that's why I think a league game at home. We, I, I want to win. I, I, I want to thrash them, man. I want to yeah, thrash them. That's exactly what fucking, I was going to say. Yeah, I want to. I'll take a one 0 win. I would love it. Why are we but, talking about one 0 against no, Everton, man? Why is that even a conversation? 
I, I get it. I get I, it. I, I, after the World Cup, I want us to be in a similar position that we are today in terms of the table. That's when Harry Kane will have a nine-month injury. And then we start from there. And once it starts clicking, once we've got our defensive shape fully attuned, because there's still been games where we've... We, we shipped three against Arsenal. We've shipped we shipped two against Leicester. Yeah. There's still games where we're shipping goals, even though we're not giving opportunities, many opportunities to the mm-hmm. opposing side. So once we've got that sorted, then it should allow the free flowing, and it will click. But for now, I'm happy with just us winning and taking points. Well, I think on that point. And it was a good point. We should uh, wrap it up if you're good with that. Like we're getting until you know we're we're we're, we're around our usual seventy minutes mark. Um, so yeah, thanks guys. Mm-hmm. It was a nice conversation. And I know, I, I, you know, I, I get on board with a lot of your saying. I think sometimes I feel like I was, I'm, I'm sounding like a bit like a broken record. No, you're not. You're stuff. not. You know what? Like I think every single person. I, I I agree. I'll fucking absolutely win a trophy if it means if mm. if if, if, it, if it means winning a trophy, playing and winning one 0 every week or snatching a late victory against the run of play or just grinding them out. Obviously, everybody wants to see that. We're all starved of trophies. Mm-hmm. We've seen some me- mental football and some mental nights at, at Spurs in the last ten years or so. You're absolutely right. I just think at the moment we've just seen a little bit too much shit football for the last few years. Uh, just to sort of back Luke up, like even the 6-2 against Leicester didn't really feel like a 6-2 and I would love for Everton to be, we win 2-0 or 1-0 but Son looks Son looks like Son again and I think that, for yeah, sort of the building blocks are there for after Christmas and Son looks good and we look like we can score at any time again. I think that's the only improvement I'd really want, actually, really. Like, you want to see, you wanna see some more XG? I would, I'd love some you more want XG. XG. You want a higher XG get levels? But, so that Leicester game was a low XG one, I think. So I mean, Son just scored How does that morning. even make sense? You get a low XG, but you score six. Because uh, Son's goals were... Like, out of the box, and unexpected. Were, un- unexpected goals. Exactly that, yeah. Fuck me, man. And I don't know anything. I just created another stats. one, innit? I just created yeah. my own thing. Unexpected G. That's going to be on Match of the Day, so. Unexpected G. All I will say is, yeah, for sounding like a broken record, the football we're playing now is far more entertaining than when we were playing under Mourinho and we were True. at the top of the league what was it November time Christmas it's far, it's far more entertaining now than under Mourinho so I think if you look back in that context I was happy I, I was happy because we were getting results back then but I didn't know how we were getting the results now I know there's a method to the Conte and his madness on how he wants us to play and that is what I'm fully back in. Yeah. I back it. I back that too. Is that are you backing? That was a war cry from Bonesy. Are you behind? Yeah. It? I'm screaming behind Bonesy, man. I'm ready <laughs> I, to follow um, Bonesy into battle. I'm not, but 
I, I, also, I also am. I also am. I, I do. I do. I back it because I do want to see. I do want to see it. But yeah, this is uh, we 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 are droning on a little bit, so I don't want to take it on too much further. Uh, as I said, cheers, guys, and uh, thanks for those that are listening. And tell your friends, in it. Tell your peeps. Leave us a review. Yeah, go on please, Twitter. Go please. on social media. Speak to us. Like we're we're three guys sitting in a room. Occasionally, there's a fourth. Just come and throw some love and we know you're listening because I can see the stats. I can see it. So don't, don't, pretend, don't pretend like you're not. I know there's people out there listening. Just just, just throw some love you in it. Don't ask them. You know where you are. Yeah, just just shout out and say, look, Let's be I want to come on your pod. I've got things to say. Or you, you, you guys talk bollocks. Or, you know, just ask a question. And, you know, we don't know fuck all about football, to be honest. But yeah, just, just you know, just come and show some love. But yeah, that is it. That is... Uh, that is episode 13 season 1 come you Spurs fucking A